Hello and welcome to the Imagineer Podcast, your unofficial guide to all things Disney. I'm your host, Matthew Krull, and this is episode number 47 of the Imagineer Podcast. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about the top 10 Walt Disney World attractions that don't have a height restriction. Because when you travel to Walt Disney World, especially with little ones, it can be challenging sometimes to find some attractions that the entire family can enjoy. And sure, for those thrill rides, we do have Rider Swap and Fast Pass Plus and other ways that you can wait for an attraction with a minimal weight and not have to worry so much about the little ones. But in most cases, if you're traveling to the parks as a family and your children do not meet the height requirements associated with a particular attraction, it's important to know where you can go to have those family experiences together. So I have on the show today a couple of guests who are new to the show, Hakuna Moscato Moms, and the two of them do have children of their own. And the three of us today are going to discuss our favorite Walt Disney World attractions that don't have a height restriction. At the end of the episode, I'll come back and tell you a little bit more about how you can connect with the Imagineer podcast on all of our social media channels and how you can help to inspire and create the future of this show. So grab some headphones, pull up your favorite armchair, and enjoy this episode of the Imagineer podcast. you're traveling to Disney, and especially if you're traveling with kids, there's always this time where you have to think about maybe not getting to an attraction that has a height requirement. But fortunately, Disney has a lot of attractions that don't necessarily have a height requirement. And because there are so many of them, I thought it was a worthwhile top 10 discussion to think about what the best attractions without a height limit might be. And I have a new guest on the show or pair of guests on the show who I met recently and have really enjoyed chatting with and following their content online. And that is uh, Jamie Lee and Christy from Hakuna Moscato Moms. So I want to welcome you both to the show. How are you? We are good. Thanks for having us today. Of course. Yes, thank you. Thanks for reaching out and uh, even introducing yourselves to me in the first place. Uh, Like I said, I've really enjoyed your content so far, and I know a little bit about your backstory, but I don't think Mm -hmm. a lot of the listeners might know. I'm hoping they're following you, but just in case they're not yet, what is your backstory? How did Hakuna Moscata Moms, which is an amazing name, by the way, how did that even come about? (laughs) Um, Jamie, do you want me to tell the story real quick, and then you can do our backstory? I'll do the name. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So um, Jamie, Lee, and I actually, we came up when we decided we were going to do the podcast her and I, we knew we wanted the word mom or mama or something in there. Um, and so we had about a list of, I think Jamie Lee was at like five names each. Uh, and I liked the name somewhere along the way we saw a shirt that said Hakuna Moscato. So that always like kind of stuck with me and I wrote it down and I wasn't sure it, you know, we just weren't sure about it. So we didn't share each other's list. And then we told, we, 
shared a Kuna Moscato, maybe one or two other names, but then we told our husbands and we were on the fence and we were like, okay, if they each decide on Hakuna Moscato moms, then that's what we're going to do. So we have to give credit to the husband, the Hakuna husbands, because yeah. they actually both not even in different States, each said Hakuna Moscato moms is what you guys have to do. So that's how we decided the name. Yes. And so what we do is we have our blog and um, our social media handles, which we'll all specify at the end. But um, we use those outlets to kind of share, I say our battle stories, but (laughs) really our our tips and tricks and just kind of like what we've worked through um, bringing our little ones to Disney World. Because Christy and I have been doing it since we were pregnant with them and then since they were infants. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, we both brought our firstborns when they were five months old separately, but coincidentally. And yeah. then we both had second ones shortly after the first ones. And so we <laughs> were there pregnant again with a little one and then with toddlers. And now we have a mix of tod- toddler, preschool, kinder age kids right now. And, um, you know, prices go up every year and we get raised eyebrows all the time from kind of people that don't go as regularly as us. And they're like, how do you make it work, you know, between the budget or just like to a lot of people going to Disney world with kids, even though like to us, the Disney fans, we are like, well, that's where it all started for us. That's what it's meant for. But for a lot of our friends right now that are the same age and having little ones and trying to plan this like first time Disney trip, they're so intimidated. And then they're like from the strollers to the parks and all that kind of stuff. So all of our content kind of revolves around what we found to have worked and like what we've learned from things gone wrong, but also what we've kind of found in terms of our rhythm of things going right. And it's just always changing because the parks themselves are always changing. Um, but the kids are changing obviously. So Um, So that's what we're doing. We kind of came together because we're both huge Disney fans. We're from the same town and um, having kids around the same age, we were starting to get together for play dates, but those immediately just turned into like Disney planning sessions and just sharing our experiences and our um, childhood memories and the nostalgia and all of that. And we quickly realized we were on that same like Disney nerd level. I think, I think what totally flipped the switch with us was we had the kids in common and born and raised Disney. But then as uh, Jamie, I don't know what play date it was, but we started talking about Walt's nine old men and yeah. all of that. And we were like, Oh my gosh, we love history too. We're, we're soulmates. We're Disney soulmates. Yes, I know. Just this week I was at the local library and, um, I just searched for Mary Blair and both Chris and I. Who just searches for Mary Blair, by I the way? I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> we did. Well, last, last week at the library, I just happened to fall upon the Cinderella, Walt Disney Cinderella like book that was illustrated by Mary Blair. And then this week when we returned that, my, my daughter like loves Walt Disney. She's like a miniature, like 90 year old. Disney mm-hmm. fan, but like in a world, but yeah, she, it's too fun. She's too much. So she was so obsessed with that and she wants to be an artist. So, and she knows Mary Blair. Cause I talk about all the time. I show her the contemporary talk about small world. And so we just search and there's a whole book that these two female artists put together. Um, that's a, it's a children's book about Mary's Mary Blair's life and her role in Walt Disney studios. So, um, I'll have to give you both. We actually just read it. I'll have to give you. Yeah. I'm curious to know. I didn't know they had a book like that. 
It's Pocket Full of Colors, The Magical World of Mary Blair, Disney Artist Extraordinaire. That's so cool. And it is, um, yeah, it's my it's my new favorite children's book. <laughs> but anyway, in general. <laughs> as soon as I found it, I like I was like, can I FaceTime you and read you this book? <laughs> I know. She wanted, I mean, I was so flattered. She thought of me. So we're definitely, we connect on so many D- Disney levels. Yeah. I would say when you have a conversation about the nine old men, when people talk about right. Disney, they're like, oh, I love Epcot too. But no, I love the nine old men too. That's a, yeah. you know, a different level. Yeah. Um, I have to say that having, uh, you know, personally having a background for me in marketing, I, it's so important to have the right name. And what I love about your name is I, especially when you said the Hakuna Husbands, I immediately felt the sense of, I want to be a Hakuna husband. Yeah. <laughs> it's just that it's such a yeah. catchy name that like, it's almost an honor to be like a Hakuna Moscato mom or Hakuna Moscato husband or Hakuna husband. Um, so I just, I love the name she came up with. And obviously this Thank story you. is amazing. So um, I, you know, I obviously wanted you to share that with uh, anyone who's listening. Um, yeah. And so, also I just want to say, yeah, it fits us well because we really <laughs> don't have many worries when we go. That's excellent. <laughs> We have lots of problem-free philosophies. Exactly. We have we get problems, but we kind of just maintain that attitude. Like it's 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 Disney. It's vacation. Like we're going to maintain this worry-free, you know, feeling and attitude towards it. And believe us, the Akuna husbands are way more worry-free than us. (laughs) (laughs) I believe that. Yeah, it's it's uh, obviously I've talked about this before, but I love The Lion King. It's my favorite movie for Disney. Mm-hmm. So uh, that alone, I love about it. At working at Kilimanjaro Safaris, I used to say Hakuna Matata almost every single day or several times a day. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it's it, I, I feel a lot of like good vibes coming from you guys, and I'm I'm excited good. to be to be here Thank chatting you. with you. And I have to say quickly, before, you know, obviously we'll talk more about it, but I feel that I don't have kids, but I know that both of you obviously haven't just talked about it, especially have kids and having a discussion about, you know, rides or attractions without height requirements is probably really relevant to those who have little ones who yeah. can not yeah. necessarily have them get on, you know, they're not going to get on Space Mountain or Mission Space or any of that, but there's a lot that you can do in Disney. So I, of course, have my rapid fire questions, which I know pretty much any guest who comes onto the show at this point is aware that I'm going to be asking you these. I know they're always tough, but I want to start with uh, your favorite park and either one of you can go first. Okay. So um, my favorite park, of course, like this is like picking a favorite child, like most rapid fire questions are. And so I'll have extreme anxiety over all of these answers, (laughs) but I'd have to say magic kingdom just right now in this season of life, I can, I can comfortably say magic kingdom. You're probably the second person to ever say that on this show, which is great. (laughs) Yeah. Christy, how about you? Um, I'll be the third person to say it. So I, (laughs) magic kingdom is my favorite right down to the music that they play as soon as you're walking through the gates. Mm-hmm. Um, I sometimes when I'm bored at work, I put that on loop and I have it playing on my computer. Oh, so all the, time. the main street music. So yeah, ma- magic kingdom for sure. Oh, that's a whole it's other home. discussion. It feels like home. Oh <laughs> yeah. gosh. I know. Favorite loops to play at work. Um, yeah. I have many. So <laughs> second question would be your favorite Disney attraction at this point, or another way I phrase it sometimes is the, attraction you'd be willing to wait the longest for at this point? Oh, what haven't I waited for? I know that's different. I would have to say right now, the thing that I would wait the longest for, well, with kids or without kids? 
Let's go without kids because that's more personal. Okay. So without kids, I would wait for, and this is going to be unpopular opinion, but I would wait for Seven Dwarfs Mind Train without kids. I'm, I'm right with you. Okay. Good. Attraction. <laughs> I know a lot, of, a, a lot of people say they don't like waiting as long as it says if it's 120 yeah, minutes, they're yeah. not going to wait that long. And granted, I might not if there's other things at Magic Kingdom to do at that right. point, but I love Seven Dwarfs Mind Train. Yes, me too. And I know a lot of people think it's overrated, but I'm, I'm silent <laughs> on that one. Um, <laughs> so first of all, really quick with the, with the times, I think it's funny because my husband almost every time he'll go up to the poor college kid, you know, that's working there and he'll be like, what's the real time? What is it really? And the, the person <laughs> just looks at him like, sir, whatever it is up there, you know, I, it's just that's a funny thing, is. but I, yeah, that's what it is. We're not lying. Um, I would say right now with and without kids, Slinky Dog Dash is, I've been saying it for months. It's our favorite, a family ride. I think it's my, I mean, I I won't talk about about mine train, but I am saying when people ask me that I feel like it's Disney's way of redeeming themselves from mine train was a Slinky Dog Dash. So <laughs> I'm going to go with that. How about flussing what they did? That might be a more yeah, <laughs> true, friendly true, term. Yeah, Yeah, but I understand what you're saying. Um, but Slinky Dog Dash is fantastic. I've done it yes, twice it is. now. That would be my um, runner-up, for yeah, sure. It's a fantastic attraction. Um, let's jump to your... I don't always ask this one, but I'm going to ask the two of you. What's your favorite Disney resort? Oh, oh gosh. <laughs> okay. So my family's home resort is Boardwalk. So I always feel like I have to be loyal to that. But at, again, at this stage of life, the Boardwalk does not have a zero entry pool or a water spray park play area. It's very difficult to relax. So I'd have to say Bay Lake Towers right now because, nice. um, yeah, because they kind of have like everything, the spray park, um, they have like you can just hop right on the monorail. You don't even have to go in the park for a fun night, you know? So Bay Lake Towers is moving on up on my list. And, <laughs> and that makes, it's got a parents. It's got Bay, uh, the uh, top of the world lounge too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. That makes me so happy because I am such, I've stayed at most of the resorts, but I'm such a magic kingdom resort person that Polynesian is my home resort. I love it. I could be there all day, but the fact that Jay, I, I'm slowly converting Jamie to the dark side of Magic Kingdom resorts and leaving yeah. the boardwalk. Um, but the Polynesian is by far, it's, it's full of nostalgic for me with grow, uh, going there when I was growing up with my family. And we actually just did a big family kind of reunion trip in February. We stayed there. So that Polynesian all day long is my favorite. You know, it's funny. There are two resorts I've never stayed at. And one of them is Polynesian. And it's really? so high on my list to stay there, especially because oh. it's so popular. People love it. I love visiting it. Too. I know. So it's I'll just you don't even there. feel like you're in Disney World. You really do feel like you're in Hawaii. I'd rather go there than Hawaii. I would say. I know. I would say it's a shorter flight. <laughs> I know. It is. Absolutely. Um, jumping away from the parks a little bit, uh, my last two questions. So uh, second to last or runner up is your favorite Disney movie. Oh gosh. And I'd like to take that whatever direction you want. Okay. 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 Um, favorite Disney movie, like gun to head. I have to choose. <laughs> I mean, hopefully no one has a situation, but just the one you pick up. It's a confetti gun to my head, yeah. but still. <laughs> um, okay. I'm going to have to say, 
Chrissy, I feel like my answer changes all the time, but okay. I'm going to go today (laughs) with Cinderella. Oh, that's awesome. I'm getting a real Magic Kingdom vibe from you. I know. Bay Lake Tower. (laughs) Seven yep. Holes Mine Train, Cinderella. Yeah. Cinderella. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Almost a Cinderella castle. Cinderella. Um, okay, so I think mine doesn't change. And my <laughs> hands down, since I was a little girl, Mary Poppins is by far my favorite movie. Um, and then seeing Saving Mr. Banks only escalated my my love of it. Literally, I think a couple nights ago I couldn't sleep and I was Googling trivia about Mary Poppins movie and looking at pictures from when they were filming on set. So Julie Andrews, Mary Poppins, forever my favorite. <laughs> did you tear up during Saving Mr. Banks? Because even I did. Oh my God. I, yeah. I cry I'm all crying. Oh gosh when he says and that mouse is story. <laughs> he says that mouse is family. And I'm like, Mickey Mouse is family. It's just so it's and I, I'm so upset that like Tom Hanks didn't win every award for playing oh, Walt Disney. I, I can't even I talk know. about it. He did such a good job. Um, he did. So last question would be your favorite Disney character. This to okay. me is always the hardest, but I know. after this asking so many people, I actually came up with an answer because <laughs> for <sighs> a long time, I didn't know what my, my answer would be. And I got a little more huh. accustomed to coming up with my answer would be, but. Well, now I feel like you have to tell us yours first. It's Mickey. <laughs> okay. I okay. Mean, yeah, that's like a given, but I guess I would have to say it's Tinkerbell. Another Magic Kingdom vibe. You kind of remind <laughs> me of Tinkerbell. You're definitely yeah, a Tinkerbell. I, I just feel like I'm, I have two brothers, and now I, I mean, I have a girl, a son, and a daughter now. But and I always had like all, mostly boy cousins. I was just always around boys. I always felt like I was always wrangling these boys and like trying to keep them in line. So I identify Which with. Which is hysterical because. That. During our play dates, like my two boys, her daughter, we just started calling my sons the Lost Boys. So it's yeah. funny that you relate to Tinkerbell and our children, my children are Lost Boys. Um, I know. My favorite. So again, it goes back to Mary because obviously I was obsessed with the movie, but the, I want to say it was either February or March. We were just there, and I've always seen Mary and Bert doing character meet and greets, but. I, it was like the perfect meet, what do they call it in the movies? The meet cue or meet cute moments where I was coming through by town hall and she was coming out. She must've just been on a break. And I just see this like glowing white vision of Mary and oh. I couldn't talk to her. Like you would have thought it was like a, a real life person. My husband was like, where's your camera? I'll take your picture. I couldn't get my camera out of the bag. <laughs> I could hardly say her name. She walked right by me. He took a picture and it's me just looking so awkward and Mary just smiling so nicely. And I'm like, I'm almost 35 and I couldn't ask Mary Poppins for a picture. It's and you're out of luck because um, she's not a lot. They don't some licensing like disagreement. They she what? can't do photo pass, right? Oh, I Is thought you were going to say in general. I was like, if I'm in, no, I don't think she has. There's something about her being photographed by like photo pass and like memory. Oh, I think I read that on like a Disney Urban Legend website or something. I know. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. No, but it's for real. No, it is true. I think it is. There's it's something true. about it. Yeah. There's truth behind it. Um, because I think it's at like either the hollow, the hollow, uh, Mickey not so scary or Mickey's very merry Christmas party mm-hmm. where like, they're definitely out, but they're not part of the memory maker. I don't know. To be continued, we'll have a blog post on it. Yeah. I'm going to have to even test this when I go. If I find Mary, I know. 
if she's yeah. if she has photo pass with her or if you can get photo pass with her or whatever whatever. I never see being. her with photo pass now. Now that yeah, think about, about it. Think about it. Have you ever had yeah, yeah. a picture on your you know my Disney Experience app yeah, of no, you? I haven't. No. I'm just thinking because huh. I always saw Mary when I went to 1900 Park Fair, but to yes. be honest, that was even before Photo Pass. Uh, right. Oh, yeah. My, my earliest memories. And even if I were to go now, they don't have Photo Pass there inside the restaurant. So, yeah, that's a really no, that's good point. funny. Hmm. Yeah. I know. So Too I, bad we're not live. We could be like, phone in with yeah, your. Exactly. I know, right? Can you tell us? Um, well, awesome. I, I love your answers. They're so different. Uh, and I feel like I have a, a much better understanding of what you love about Disney. I'm getting the sense we're going to have a lot of Magic Kingdom answers today. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Um, so let's get into talking about this. I found I had a hard time coming up with my list, and I can only imagine that you two probably felt the same way. Maybe, maybe you have your 10 just nailed down you knew exactly what there were but i was even surprised thinking about how many attractions there are that don't have a height requirement so going through our top 10 list i'm going to start with both of you either again either jamie or christy can go first i'll let you two decide flip a coin um but i always let my guests go first so what was as you were thinking about the top 10 disney attractions without a height requirement what was the first thing that popped on your list or what you would go for your first answer with this Okay. So I just thought about like what we naturally go to first in our trips with my kids these last five years that I've had them. And it's Jungle Cruise is like our first, our first ride every time. And so the little ones actually really believe that they're on a Jungle Cruise. Mm-hmm. They think they're in the jungle. Um, and then us adults, are entertained by the adult humor. And sometimes you can ask them, like if there's not many kids on the boat, they'll go a little even more above and beyond with the adult humor. So I think it's like a perfect no height requirement, just like family favorite where it benefits everybody. It is an amazing attraction. Um, It is. Did you always going to Magic Kingdom go left first? Always, always, no, always. I've always gone right. See, I'm with Jamie. I'm, I always went left first. Growing I'm a Tomorrowland yeah. person, yeah. This is I like, go a, straight like a to really Adventureland. Div- yeah, I mean, this is like something that divides Disney families. Do you go Adventureland <laughs> first, Tomorrowland first, or <laughs> Fantasyland first? And some people no, go in between. Always Adventureland. Yeah, I was, my family was always the same way. But Christy, you know, you follow with the most common answer technically because right in retail and stores they say everybody goes right Mm -hmm. and you probably you two know your disney history you know the thing with the the bridges to the lands what makes tomorrowland special wait no Uh, oh wait i do know but you'll explain it better no i'm sure you can it's it's (laughs) a simple answer the tomorrowland bridge is the widest of all the oh that's right yeah i was thinking um because they know, again, based on retail and the way people move through stores, that people go right first. So they expected everybody would go to Tomorrowland first and made the bridge wider hmm. than the others. Which is funny, though, because the Emporium is on the left side of Main Street, and that's like the biggest shopping. And that's when you're coming out yeah. and going home. Oh. Yeah. Right. And the right <laughs> is the, on the right side is the bakery. Yes, right. Coming in, I've been bamboozled this whole time. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say about us then? 
Matt, if we're going left, see my parents. Going- I don't know. I don't know. I mean, for me now, it's a uh, just a form of habit. But my parents always did that because I don't know if they knew that or if they suspected that or just witnessed it by going to the parks. But they said everybody's going right. We're going left. Yes. Good call. See, so I think we. Well, I just love Adventureland. Like I don't know. I just gravity there naturally, but. Um, For the parties, like the um, special event ticket parties, not so much this past year, like 2018, but before that, they used to shut off Jungle Cruise. Like, it wouldn't be one of the um, Mickey Not-So-Scary rides open. Yeah. And so I think that's why I also would go there first, because I wanted to ride it before the park officially closed and the party started and they stopped that ride. But then they actually ended up including it, I think, more so. Um, but it's a fun night ride. I, I don't know. I love it. It, fun at night. it also holds big parties. I've been there with families, over, like um, my family, fun. yeah, with 12 people. And then my husband's family, two summers ago, there was like 15 of us. And you can all fit in one boat. So you don't have to split up your party. It's a perfect ride for that. That's very true. Totally. Yeah. Um, awesome. Well, Jungle Cruise is a great answer. I actually don't have it okay. on my list. Christy, how I didn't have that on my list either. Okay. So I'm going to actually start in Epcot. Um, and I put the Grand Fiesta tour starring the three Caballeros. Amazing. Yeah. So I get so many for, I don't remember, I know it wasn't always with the three Caballeros. I remember growing up, it, those characters weren't in it. And I can't remember when they came in. Mm-hmm. Um, I do remember the temple, you know, to the left when you first get on the ride. When I was little, I thought that was the coolest thing. And I would always like tell my parents that I was going to jump out of the boat and climb the temple and sleep <laughs> in the ride. So... And yeah, the fireworks, the, the fireworks, fireworks, and even like the smell and the the sounds of like the temple inside, like the restaurant, the the you know the clicking of the glasses, and just like the atmosphere. You know, if you close your eyes now, you can probably hear the noise and and smell whatever amazing smell it is in there, and make it feel like you're there. So this is why I just, love talking with Disney fans and Christy. This is how I know. I don't <laughs> want to say I'm not crazy, but. That I'm not right. the only one who's crazy, maybe, but I wanted to do the exact same thing. Like, <laughs> just get out yeah, of the boat. And I know, the right? And it's getting to the point, too, like, you just recognize these smells. And the other day, my son, we were in a bathroom, maybe at Chick fil A. I don't know where it was, but he was like, Mom, it smells like Pirates of the Caribbean in here. I'm oh like, my God, my you're raising kids your son right. The same thing. <laughs> yes. So, <laughs> these smells, just from growing up and being born and raised Disney, these smells and the sounds and everything. So, that ride, is always it's always the first one we do. Oh, actually, so I go left when I go into World Showcase, if that counts. Um, well, from which end? Which end? Well, I come in from you know from Spaceship Earth and go to the left. Oh, that's right, because you're not coming from the Epcot. No, I'm not coming. No, see, I'm coming from the Magic Kingdom <laughs> Resort area. Yeah, I'm, I'm coming in. <laughs> I'm coming in after two baggage checks from the monorail, and then exactly. I'm going in. <laughs> yeah, Jamie, you get those boardwalk points. does have its pros. <laughs> yes, know? it does. Um, so, so three caballeros is definitely on my list too. And fun fact, again, my little mini nine, 90 year old Disney fan trapped in a four year old's body. She wants a three caballeros birthday party. And so I have to create this. Um, and so I told her, I'm telling everybody else, I'm like, it will have cocoa undertones <laughs> because I'm not going to find much Panchito. Like, and maybe some Cinco de Mayo vibes. 
Exactly. So I'm going to go to the store on May 6th, which is actually her real birthday, the day after Zingo tomorrow, buy all the stuff on sale, and then we're having our party a couple now, weeks Now, can later. I just make a bold statement really quick, and then yeah. we can move on? I wouldn't mind if they made over the ride, I know this is not popular, and put Coco in. No, I know. I I think I am because I can't even, I still can't talk about journey into imagination. I don't like when Disney changes things, but I don't like that they're draining the water right now around the castle. But I, Caballeros is like, I know original original live action slash. It does have a lot of history. It's so much. And did you know Mary Blair worked on it? Because that's I know she did. <laughs> well, I just wish if they were going to do it, they would do it now or never. Because I feel like sometimes with Disney, I mean, they they hit the mark with the Frozen ride, but even then, it was a little after the movie. If do you, if that makes sense, so I feel like it was. But like the buildup for Frozen Two is so big right now that true. True. You know, it'll last for sure. I think yeah. they also wait to see if the franchise has legs or not. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So in that case, Frozen was not losing much popularity. No, no way. So <gasps> I think that's, I think they're safe with that at least yes. for a little while. And honestly, it'll be one of those movies that even 20 years from now will still be a classic. So I think they're, they're good with Frozen for right now. Yeah. Um, so I will stick with Magic Kingdom. I know Christy jumped to Epcot. But the first one on my list is going to be the first one you encounter at Magic Kingdom. And that's the Walt Disney World Railroad. <gasps> and I miss that's it right mind. now. I really do. I, I miss it too. Just going through Magic Kingdom and not hearing the train whistle just was different. Well, they are still experience. blowing the whistle. But, but it's, it's not, not moving. <laughs> yeah, and it's not as frequent as no. the train whistle around in Frontierland and then in Tomorrowland as it passed by Space Mountain. And I understand why, but that was one of the rides I always loved doing as a kid. And it's one of those rides that while the monorail, you might ride it around, you usually ride it to get from place to place. I don't think I've ever been on the Walt Disney World Railroad to get from place to place. No, but just, just a full board yeah. on Main Street and get off on Main Street. Yeah. But it's fun for the whole family. Again, like no height requirement, of course, and it's iconic and you get to go through slight backstage areas, although it is definitely yes. backstage. I love the part where you pass through Splash Mountain and you look down at the Zippy yes. scene. Oh, it's my favorite. Yeah. That's and great. you get a specific angle of Thunder Mountain you can only get from the railroad. Um, I love, too, the picture. Um, the other day I saw a picture online uh, before Splash Mountain was built. The, which I, I, when I see these pictures, I'm like, oh my gosh, how do we vision? Like I, I was, we were around when Splash Mountain wasn't and to see what it was like before just the railroad and yeah. then how they had to build it basically around the railroad and redo that whole frontier land station. It's crazy. I have to look up pictures. I don't have memories of that. I know I was, I don't too, either. But... I have memories of them building splash. I remember when that was all up, but I don't remember what it was like before. But yeah, if you think about it, I mean, that train has been. I, and when I get on the railroad, that's actually on my list. I can't, I can never get out of my head. Um, remember when they did Mickey's birthday land and the song was, we're going back to Mickey's birthday land. I don't, okay. I I don't remember remember from being there, but I do remember from every time (laughs) I just hear that because they would play it on the train and I just see myself as a little girl. And I, again, you just, one of those things you get stuck in your head, but yeah, that train, that's the best. That's one of the rides. As parents, you can put your feet up. You know it's not a two-second or 90-second ride. It's 
a full loop around the park and your kids love it and it's relaxing. Yeah, 100%. We have a um, three-year-old train enthusiast. Oh, yes. He is like Walt level train enthusiast. When he's older, he will have a train set (laughs) one eighth (laughs) going around his backyard for sure. Um, So we ride that every time, but it does close down in the winter. So when we've been there for the last few um, Walt Disney world marathon weekends in January, they usually are refurbishing it then. Um, So I have to like figure out something else to do. We have to find the trains and like literally, wherever there's a train, every park, Disney Springs, um, Fort Wilderness Lodge, like we find every train, but it's just such a good, like close tie to Walt because that, yes, all Walt, like a hundred percent. And Christy, I know you haven't been on it, but the one in Disneyland is like iconic. Like we have a pic, we have a print of that up in my, my son's room and we just, we love it so much. So I, yeah, I feel like West coast or East coast that has to be on your no height requirement. <laughs> Absolutely. And Jamie, I feel like you're raising a, a Mary Blair and a waltz. <laughs> I, know, it's so awesome. oh God, I totally am. They should be them for Halloween. There that you go. So pictures. <laughs> oh, you should. Scary. Uh, so Jamie, I guess what's the next on your list? Okay, so next on my list isn't a ride, so I have a bonus backup if you if you won't allow this. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I, left this I left this very open by saying attractions, and I did that intentionally. Yeah, okay, so I'm happy good, good, you yeah. you took that to heart. Go ahead. Good. So without a doubt, it's Enchanted Tiki Room. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> yeah, which was our themed party last year for my daughter. But anyway, <laughs> we we love Enchanted Tiki Room. I think it was the first attraction I ever brought her in, um, like at that five-month-old trip that we went to. And my godniece at the time was not even 16 months yet. She was obsessed with birds and she was there. And like, I just love it. It reminds me of the Polynesian. I love Mm -hmm. that whole tiki theme. I love Trader Sam's. I love Trader Sam's at Walt Disney World. I just, and I love that there's so much information about Walt working on that, that attraction, at least in Disneyland. So Enchanted Tiki Room, a hundred percent. We play the soundtrack actually in our car. (laughs) (laughs) Um, pretty much every single day. So we know all the words and, um, it's showtime. Yeah. I love that ride. Uh, sorry, attraction. I don't even know why I called it a ride, but, uh, you know, it's amazing. I had posted about it uh, about a month ago prior to this recording, of course, but I was shocked by how many people either hadn't done it or didn't even know what it was. And that upset me a little bit. Really? Yeah. I feel like there needs to be this renaissance of the Enchanted Tiki Room. It's such a classic. I mean, it's starting a little bit. I've been seeing, I've seen a lot more merchandise, right, Jamie, with the Tiki Room on it, I think. Yeah. But that's kind of part of this whole, like, retro resurgence that's happening right now. Like, Marie's really big, you know, like, they're going back to the old stuff and kind of bringing it out. And, um... With Trader Sam's being a thing now, too. I think that brings out, you know, all True. the birds. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love it. I mean, I hate that it's all ridiculously overpriced, but I love all the enchanted, enchanted, enchanted tiki room um, paraphernalia and souvenirs. I think it's great. Now, how did you, experience? 
Yeah. Right. Exactly. How did you feel when it was under new management with, who was it? Zazu? Do you remember when they did that? I remember that. Yes. 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 Um, I wasn't a fan, but I'm not. No, I like the original stuff. Yeah, like the original stuff needs to stay the original. Um, but if they were to redo it now, like who's the most recent bird? Well, Zazu's about to make a comeback this summer. Oh, hey, hey, <laughs> you imagine? Oh, hey, hey. Yeah. Well, he wouldn't be able to speak. So. <laughs> I know he would just be like <laughs> walking around into things. Probably. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like, Hey, Hey would be, you know, our generation's new management yeah. or our <laughs> kids like, to say generation's new management. Yeah. Um, I knew that was going to be on your list though. So, okay. yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm going to go back to magic kingdom. So I love the classic rides. Obviously I'm obsessed with Walt and history, but Cinderella's golden carousel. It's such a simple ride and a lot of people overlook it, but, Again, with little ones, there's just something magical about it. The line is not usually crazy. And it's one of those, my husband and I call it an icebreaker ride. So it's one of the good ones you can do at first to break the ice and then figure out where you want to go after that. Um, I also love the history of it because I know, of course, I haven't been to Disneyland, but I know Lillian Disney had her favorite horse, um, I believe his name was DeBloom, I want to say, maybe. Um, but yeah, so she had her favorite horse that she would ride, which, of course, is still there. And it's on the outside of the horses. And it's actually the only horse that has a gold-painted tooth on the carousel, which is pretty funny. But that's how you can spot that that was Lillian Disney's horse. So, of course, if I ever made it to Di- if I ever made it to Disneyland, I would be like mowing people down to find the tooth <laughs> with a gold-tooth horse and to sit there. Um, and then... Um, so yeah, that's just that ride. And then whenever I see it, I think of that picture and I assume it's Walt. it's like a shadow figure, but it's always been around of him walking through the castle with the carousel in the background. Like he's walking towards it and it's just such an iconic. And if you think it's placed in Disney world and Disneyland, the same place right behind the castle. So I love that ride. Yeah. So that was going to go on my list. And then, um, I was thinking like, well, cause I'm thinking about no height requirements. So you're trying to do this with like little ones True. and parents and then like grandparents. And I'm like, not many grandparents are going to straddle the horse. No. But as I'm like thinking this, my dad totally straddled that horse <laughs> at 68 years old. Yeah. We went on it. And I remember like my mom got on and she's like standing lovingly next to the horse where like, I don't know, one of the kids were, I had the other kid, my husband's and I'm on the horse because I can do that. But my husband wasn't, he was standing next to it. And then I turn around, I see my dad and he's on one of the short, the short one, <laughs> like a pony. <laughs> yeah. I love that. That's so funny. Everyone's oh a God, kid. Have a picture world. Of it. So funny. So yeah, that's a good one, Christy. Christy took the words out of my mouth too. I was going to say everyone's a kid at Disney. It's true. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Um, So I'm going to jump away from nostalgia and away from the parks that we've been talking about so far and go to something totally different. Um, But I like to mix it up and keep it interesting. So one of the ones that I have on my list is over at Disney's Hollywood Studios. And again, is not a terribly old attraction. Um, but there's, I actually had to like double check because there's really no hype requirement. Um, and that's Toy Story Mania. Yeah. Because that 
again, like I'm a little surprised because the, the vehicle does move quite a bit, but I guess because it's the way it's seated and you just put your, if you do have a little one, you put him or her in the middle. Um, but it's a fun attraction. The whole family can do it. It never gets old, even for me, having done it, I don't know how many times at this point. I can never seem to get a score that's good enough on that attraction. I know. You have to get stuck, and then you get the high score. That works, and especially works so well for Buzz Lightyear, but works even better for Toy Story Mania. And my wife and I have all the cheats down pat. We know all the secret <laughs> Easter eggs, exactly how to shoot it, when to shoot it, yeah. um, to get the extra bonus points. And I still can never top a certain score. Um, so I like, I really want to know. And I see people who get, you know, admittedly, my score's around 270,000, I think is my record. But I see people oh. who have like, 450,000 or something. Yeah. I don't like know how, how yeah. do you do that. That yeah. seems impossible. And maybe it is because they got stuck and got I think, lucky. Yeah. I do think a lot of them do get stuck and just don't share that part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then there certainly are, you're right, the experts. Yeah. I, um, I'm sure, I'm hoping at least the cast members who work there are able to get a good score if they're, if they're doing that every day. But yeah, yeah just between, I mean, it can get long waits, especially now with Toy Story Land open and more mm. people gravitating over there. At least they added the extra track, which I finally got to experience for the first time last time I went. Cause every time oh, I, I did went, too. Yeah. Did. And it's really cool. I really like that, that third track. Yeah, um, I did too. But yeah, between the queue, the theme of the attraction. Even the music, the, the background music. music. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's um, all amazing. So it's, yeah, it's really it's a good ride. Yeah, it was a no, it was a no brainer for me. That was one of the top <laughs> ones on my list. Um, awesome, we're two down. What's uh, the next on your list, Jamie? <laughs> okay, so Dumbo's on my list because I just feel like that's quintessential, yes. like Walt Disney World. Like, how could you go there with kids and not ride Dumbo? And now they have. Um, the queue where you can hop out and you can play in the little play area. So that's nice. Um, and yeah, I mean, of course you're subject to rain, you know, that's the only thing, but you get great views of the park. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's a relatively short wait, you know, because people are going into that, um, little playground area. So it's doable without a fast pass, even with the kids, you know, you don't have to worry about them whining. Um, yeah. So Dumbo is definitely like, it, it was between Dumbo and teacups. Like I needed one of them, but I get motion sickness on teacups. Every saying, teacups is never an answer for me. <laughs> Every and I'm the person that's like physically trying to hold it back from spinning just so I can like really enjoy the ride. Cause I love the idea of it, but I just can never survive it. So yeah. So Dumbo took, took the uh, win on that one. Yeah. So it. I'm going to agree with you right there. Dumbo's on my list. It was both of my son's first ride. And obviously with the second, I was like, well, it was Jack's first ride. So I have to make it Dean's first ride, but we always go on it. It's um, and I think a part of it too, is that when I was younger and they only had the one Dumbo, now they have the two. I didn't go on it a lot because I feel like when I, when we were little, that line was, and maybe cause we were small. So everything, yes. every, but like, no, that line was crazy. Right? Yeah, was Am I right? It was a crazy was line. So, it was like the Peter Pan line. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. So I didn't always go on it, but it's always a must do with our family. So Dumbo for sure. Yeah. I do love how they changed it. And I think, 
Jamie, to your point, the I think even Alessa, when I had her on, mentioned that Q is one of the top Qs at Disney for that reason, especially when you have kids. It makes the wait so much better. It does. And then it has the photo op at the end, so you don't have to be so yes. neurotic about getting the photo while you're on the ride, <laughs> which is always nice. You can live in the moment and take the photo after. Yeah. Yeah. It's so perfect. Um, Christy, so I know you said Dumbo's on your list too, but what what is the next yeah. on your list? Okay, so um, I'll actually jump to, I have the Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh down. So again, with the weight cue, I think they kind of try to duplicate that a little bit, not to the same extent, but there are a, a few little side things that kids could do in line while you're waiting. They have the interactive walls where it looks like it's dripping honey and you can just, mm-hmm. I don't even want to, I don't want to think about the germs that are on it, but <laughs> you know, all the kid, whatever, at that point, you just let them do whatever they want to do to keep them busy. So they have that, but I think that that movie and those characters and they have the character meet and greet right there, but they're finally getting the credit they deserve. I've always been a fan of Winnie the Pooh. My sister, that was like her big thing growing up was Winnie the Pooh and the Hundred Acre Woods. We grew up watching the cartoon. Remember where it started off in Christopher Robin, like the nursery? Yeah. 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 So we grew up with that. Um, You know, I have that song on my Disney playlist from that show that we watched that I listened to. So finally the ride, uh, the characters are getting the attention they deserve. And actually... Funny story is, so when I was younger, I don't know, maybe like nine or 10, when we would go every February, we would, on the way, we drove to Florida, but on the way home, my sister and I would play Imagineer and we would come up with rides. I came up with the Winnie the Pooh ride, my 10 year old little self. (laughs) And I said, you're going to sit in honey pots and you're going to go through everything. And when they announced they were doing that ride, my sister called me and was like, how mad are you right now that oh at 10 years God. old, I'm like, I know I could have been an Imagineer, but it's just so funny how like a little, it just shows you how amazing the Imagineers are because they have the ability to be an adult, but also tap into the mind of a child and create this magic. So yeah, that, yeah. for me, that's always like, I think I kind of came up with Pooh, but yeah, that's, that's one of my must do rides with kids. Yeah. And any of those rides where you're like put into the story, like Peter, oh, yeah, you're immersed into it. Yeah, I mean, you. Yeah, we have to have those on our list. <laughs> yeah, I think so. And it, I mean, the, the queue is full of germs, but it is. But you got to just let it go. Be like exactly Elsa. right. Bring your sanitizer and just. Yes. Mm-hmm. I just thought people don't touch it, the handrails. I know. Try telling a four-year-old not to touch the hand. I know. They'll do it if you tell them to. Right. It's like their main event. (laughs) I know. And I think it also reintroduced... So I would, with Jack, my oldest, I, every night when I like rocked him to sleep, I would sing, uh, you know, the hundred acre wood theme song and his first birthday was poo. But I think that ride reintroduced them to those songs. So we have them. We listen to that one, you know, the rain came down and yeah. the yeah. so it reintroduced like this group of children to all these magical, you know, Sherman brother songs. Mm-hmm. It is amazing. Um, I was going to say, Christy, I always drove down with my family as well. My sister and I didn't play Imagineer, although I was <laughs> already kind of as a kid thinking about Imagineering and what I was yeah. called. But we definitely did sing Disney songs. Actually, I take that back. We didn't just sing Disney songs. We would literally, because this was before having like TVs and cars, kids, right. it's a crazy time. Yeah, um, same. So, <laughs> crazy time. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> no, no TVs, no Game Boys, just sitting in the car. Oh yeah, I get <laughs> My sister and I would actually recite entire Disney movies from memory as best as we could. And oh my god, like, that's a fun game. Yeah. Actually, I might play that in the car with my kids. Now. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like Wait, a but what class. were either of your parents smoking driving from the Northeast <laughs> to Florida? <laughs> um, it was called saving money. Down. It was yeah. Called I was saving gonna money. I don't know. We just drove. I get. I don't know. I know. Yeah, don't get me wrong. It's expensive to fly. Like I. Yes. But like I could not. I could understand driving down because of the excitement and like the planning and all that kind of stuff. But can you? I, I just can't imagine driving home like twenty something hours from Disney and just like I would be so, crying. The Justin, I don't know if you know Jamie, but Justin and I drove. I want to say it was maybe two or three years ago. I think two. Whenever there was a bit, the last big hurricane in October, I did. did you drive down? Yeah, so we drove down. Um, <laughs> no, I think Dean wasn't even two, and Jack was three. But they, of course, they have the TVs and everything else now. But it really wasn't that bad. It was. It was kind of fun. Kind did you of. rent that van that you? No. So my family, that's like a. Um, my family ha- We're a big Italian family, and like we tra- we all travel, but. We have this van that my family uses, and it's one of those that has like two rows of bucket seats and then a back seat that becomes mm-hmm. a bed. So we and the TV. So we had one like that, and that's what we would drive my family. Okay. And when I was little, yeah. So I get. I mean, there you go with nostalgia for me. I was <laughs> bringing it back to the car you drive down. So we drove the boys in something similar to that a couple of years ago. Okay. Yeah. You're giving me an idea for a podcast episode about ways to kill time while driving down to Florida from the Northeast. <laughs> I'll have to that one out because I can barely make it to the airport. <laughs> I have to say, as a kid, it definitely taught me patience, especially because I love Disney. You're like, you're, we're leaving. We'll be there midday tomorrow. Right. Oh. I used to do it by, I used to love the show Charles in Charge. So I'd be like, Dad, how many Charles in Charges <laughs> until we get to Disney oh. World? Yeah. You That's definitely a good learn way. to entertain yeah. yourself. And, you know, and I guess converse with family, family time. But I think nowadays it's tough to do something like that for sure. Yeah. Um, So, and Jamie, my wife's exactly on the same page as you. She will not (laughs) drive to Florida at all. And you can't even drink wine through it because you'd have to stop for a bathroom break. Like, (laughs) That's not the only reason you can't drink wine through it. I know. (laughs) You might have to drive. Passenger. passenger. (laughs) There's other reasons in there. Um, anyway, so the, um, the next one on my list is, <laughs> I'll stick with, um, you know what, I'll go to Epcot. So again, first thing you, when you walk through the park, Spaceship Earth, uh, mm-hmm. it's the iconic ride you can't miss, um, when you go to Epcot. And I actually out of curiosity, do you, do you have a favorite narrator? Oh, no, I don't. No, I never who's, thought the, um, who's the one now? Because her voice is so soothing. It's Judy Dench. I, okay, yes. I read that the other day, and I read that they might be changing it, and I don't like that. <laughs> we'll Wait, see. how long have you been narrating it? Since 2007. Yeah. Oh, so it's been a while. I okay. know this because the transition happened when I was on the college program. So oh, it was so closed you, okay. for a few months, and it opened back up, and I remember going on it fresh and new. I, so I read that when they're going to close it for refurbishments with the whole redo of the entry, that they're going to change the narrator. It's possible. Mm. They've changed the narrator 
quite a few times at this point. So, but who else can say thank the Phoenicians in the way she does? So, <laughs> I mean, I could hear her now if I think about it. I have to say, I really love the version with Judy Dench, but my heart goes back to the Jeremy Irons version. True. Yeah. Still my favorite. Again, love Judy Dench, but I have such amazing memories of writing Spaceship Earth with Jeremy Irons. Talk about a soothing voice. You would, right. have, you would think Scar's voice wouldn't be that soothing, but when he's talking in a soothing way, it's very <laughs> soothing. Um, yeah. I also, to be honest, when I look back at the versions of Spaceship Earth, I kind of miss the ending to Spaceship Earth. Now it's great, oh, yeah. interactive, totally. but oh, yeah. when it first opened, I'm like, you know, they just tarped up all this old section and threw in a TV screen with interactivity, but I miss seeing the future and then going yeah. backwards and seeing the, like that stardust, I called it sprinkling over you as you went back down mm-hmm. to yep. future world. I agree with you. So, and because like, for some reason, my face never gets in that tiny little circle. Right? <laughs> and so our kids it's think it's like, funny to press anything other than English. So the whole ride, it's oh, like, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> Japanese or something. <laughs> yes. Judy Dench in Japanese. It's amazing. I've done that enough times before I've done, I actually have done that. I'll put it in French just to see what it would be like. I was going to say what, what I thought you were going to say this. This is what I do because I'm, I'm a child too. Uh, (laughs) I never put where I'm actually from. I'll put like the middle of the Pacific Ocean. And it's funny. It's funny to then go back down and you're watching where everybody's from. And there's this one person or two people (laughs) who land in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. Where are they from? Um, right. So, so if I ever light. see that, I'll know you're in the building and there I'll be go. sure to say hi. Yep. Basically, me. Maui. That's me. <laughs> exactly. I'm Maui. So, um, Spaceship Earth is on is my next one, too. Oh, so, awesome. Um, but I'll give you the mom reasons because one, you get to finally take a break. Yes. Two, it's really easy to nurse a baby on that ride. <laughs> true. It is. Three, it puts all babies all toddlers, all preschoolers to sleep. And fathers, and, Hakuna husbands. To I sleep. was just going to say, <laughs> and it gives the dads a nice little chance to, like, yep. snooze it out, regroup themselves, and, like, book it to World Showcase after that ride. Same. But for us, of course, the nostalgia. Um, and, yeah, I just love it. I love, like, the, um, what is it, the Sistine Chapel Oh yeah. painting. Yeah. Yeah. That's like my favorite part for so sure. And I stay awake to that point. <laughs> that's actually next on my list. So that's something we all have in common. Oh um, my God, how weird. I know. And uh, uh, Jamie, my reasons are obviously so similar to yours, but also too, going back to like the smells and that, that I forget, I, I want to say it's the Phoenician or no, when the, there's the fire and the papers are burning. It's wrong. That yeah. smell. Yeah. Of like, I just remember that from, you know, and also it, it, it's not the same, but it does bring me back to World of Motion and that beloved ride. So it kind of makes me feel like there's a part of it there, even though it's not. Yeah. I can definitely refer the two of you to a candle that smells exactly like room burning. Oh, I need oh, to get please. on with these. the candle thing, right? I am yeah. very picky with my Disney-inspired candles, and I call I'll them Disney-inspired because, because they're not actually. I'm candles, nervous. But. I'm nervous to purchase any because I I don't know how they'll smell. Like the lobby of the Polynesian, I've had it in my shopping cart so many times. I have two. I'll, I'll tell both of you after. I have two recommendations for candles that actually smell perfect. Like what they're supposed to smell like the others okay. are 
honestly hit or miss, and I'm not going to call any out, but there are two <laughs> in particular that smell exactly like what they're supposed to. Oh, okay. Pretty, pretty yeah. darn close. I'm so, kind of excited. Yeah. I, I know. I love, at the end of that ride, um, remember the big phone? Yes. We used to call my grandma from that. Oh, yeah. I would call my grandma too. Oh my gosh. It was probably like a $25 phone call for like minutes, but we would do it every single time. I miss that. Like that's what I wish was still at the end of it. Even though like cell phones are not new technology at all, but yeah. I still kind of wish it was there. Yeah. Um, so because we all, we all kind of jumped on the, on the same one, I'll, I'll skip my next one and go to you, Jamie, for the next one on your okay. list. Um, okay. So we already talked about three caballeros, so yes. I'm not going to get too in depth with that. So I'm going to go to frozen ever after. Nice choice. Mm-hmm. Because it's, it's just such good. Eye candy. Yeah. It's like, it's just such a visual like dream. I just love it so much. Like you, you will never get any other sense of Arendelle <laughs> right. as much as you do going through that queue and then getting on that ride. The only thing I would change is if it was just a little bit longer, but I kind of understand like it's so intricately like put together, like what more could they have done to elongate it? Um, but yeah, like we don't mind waiting in that line. We usually, I mean, we rarely get a fast pass for it. We usually just try to get on, you know, as soon as that part of the park opens. Um, but we love it. I mean, we, I remember when Frozen came out, our daughter, I was pregnant with her. And then when she was like a few weeks old, we were just, you know, you're like stuck to the couch. There's not much you can <laughs> well, we have a daughter now. I'm like, we should probably just watch Frozen, you know? And like, <laughs> little did we know we would watch Frozen. Like, we're still watching Frozen. Yeah. <laughs> like one through four and yeah. counting. So, but yes, we can never get sick of it. And even with the um, trailers for Frozen 2, like my husband, 100%, who's not the biggest Disney fan, but he's a Frozen fan for sure. He'll look right at me and he'll be like, you bet your bottom like we are going to be there opening day or that movie <laughs> so frozen ever after totally it's a great yeah. choice and they did they did technically make it longer because compared to yeah, the stream, longer than Vikings, a little bit. yeah yeah they did i know but it just goes so quick i know it's a quick ride not as quick as rock roller coaster but it's a it's a quick oh, ride. And that's one of my faves, so I really, yeah, I shouldn't. I just had to talk with my four-year-old today about why he couldn't do rock and roller coaster. Like the height. And I'm like, Dean, and he's like, I'm going to eat all my fruit and all my vegetables. And That's good motivation. It is good motivation, but, like, my children are also smart enough. They have their own little agendas now, first of all, when we go to the park. So it's great to have these Disney kids, but then they're very vocal about what they want to do. And you're like, well, I want to do these things, and I'm the parent. So I had a whole talk about the roller coaster with him today. It was funny. You guys should uh, put up those those uh, tips, tips from the Hakuna kids. Yeah, good. We haven't even thought of that. I know that's like a whole other YouTube vlogging of chill, Hakuna children. We oh my god, Christy, we have to. I know. We should they just quit our, we should just quit our full time jobs and just do this. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Yeah. So I had, I do, I love frozen though, because it does. I mean, I feel like Walt would be so proud because it just shows how far when you look at the videos of him with, um, the animatronics and how proud he was of like the tiki birds and the pirates. And then you look at a ride like frozen and that's just mind blowing. And then when I've seen some of the rides in Tokyo, like the poo ride, I wanted who ride has no track. It's one of the trackless ones. Yeah. They've come so far that it's it's crazy. Get ready for Rise of the Resistance. Mm-hmm. I'm, uh, I can't even get into Star Wars. Speaking of Star Wars, that's what's next on my list. Nice. Is, <laughs> yeah, nice so, big Star Wars family over here. I I never watched it until my five year old got into it last year, and actually, I w- all those kind of like uh, the ra- um, yeah Lord of the Rings and all those like never got into. And now I'm obsessed. I was making my family watch it the other night. I love Ray. But um, so we're excited about Galaxy's Edge. I don't know how excited we can be being that we're Florida residents and they've kind of blacked out. So well, the, everything yeah. is full, I think. So not that I would take my four and five-year-old the weekend of Galaxy's Edge opening. Um, although they've started seeing the commercials now and they know just like Toy Story Land last summer. But we love Launch Bay. And so it's not really a show. It's not a ride. But... It's an the attraction. Past few, it's an attraction. And I'm I'm wondering what they're going to do with it after Galaxy's Edge opens. Um, but Launch Bay is magical. First of all, there's rarely any lines for Chewbacca, um, BB-8, Ray, we've met, who else? Oh, Kylo Ren we've met there. But hands down, those stormtroopers, and I've put some videos on our IGTV and on our Instagram feed, but the stormtroopers, one, I want their job because I just think that's an awesome thing to do all day, every day, like stormtrooping around Hollywood studios. But they pulled my son. My children are usually always wearing the Darth Vader or stormtrooper, co- except for not so scary Halloween this year. My son decided he didn't want to wear a stormtrooper costume, but <laughs> they always wear it. And the stormtroopers had such a good time with them playing around and getting them out of line. And I went to go take a picture of them with the troopers and in their little voice, they were like, ma'am, we're going to have to confiscate that phone and bring it back to blah, blah. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, they just get so into it. And, um, they just really, it's an amazing plus like when you're waiting in line, there's a lot to do. So again, the minds of children, my, they had all the lightsabers from, I, I want to think, say they're from the movies, the props. Well, my five-year-old, they're behind glass. He held his hand up to it like he was trying to use the Aww. force to activate. Yeah. And everybody around us, obviously obsessed with Star Wars, saw him and like immediately, like a couple people got out their cameras. I had my, I was video. It was like, he really thought the force was going to break through and that lightsaber was going to come out. That is so cute. It was, it was so cute. So launch bay is, is awesome. But yeah, I'm interested to see, I haven't heard anything about after galaxy's edge. I think it'll be a slow transition, but they'll probably figure something to do with that area. I have a feeling they might expand, but okay, we'll see. Cause it is still mm-hmm. the smallest park, even with galaxy's edge. It is. And I, I mean, I could talk on for days about Toy Story Land. I, I wish they made that a little bigger. So, yeah. Yeah. It's, there's opportunity. And, you know, they did announce that they're going to be building that full service restaurant there now, too. Yeah. True. With the bar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With the Moscato. Yeah. So you never know what they're going to do. Um, I know. Christy, I like the fact that you gave something that's more of an experience. And, yeah. Um, I have a similar answer that is 
probably even great for locals, um, though I'm not a local right now. When I was living there, I really enjoyed this, and that was Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom. And I feel, especially with kids, there is a lot. It it takes. I didn't even get to. Oh, I've seen those. I know what you're. It's like this interactive screens, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's. They also have collectible cards that come with it too, so you get to take something home with you, and it's free. It's just. I've been waiting for that. Like I've been waiting. I think like my oldest turns five in a few weeks, and by our next trip, yeah, she. Yes, my. Oh, so I'll have to do that when we go in May. For yeah, sure. It's a lot because we're fun. always we're always in the way of people at the Dole Whip stand in Adventureland. We're always yeah. like right in front of that screen, <laughs> and then and it gets their attention, and like obviously gets my attention. So that our last trip there, when I had a two and a four year old, I'm like, I bet you by the next time we come, like this will be the the new That's family. A good idea. I'll have but to do that. I look forward to doing it. I've never done it myself. It's a lot of fun. I've also done the Pirates League in Adventureland. That's a lot oh, of yeah. fun. But I love those little interactive walk around the park, scavenger hunt type of attractions. It, yeah, it's yeah. a very different way to do it. There's no wait. Technically, there is a wait for Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom to get your cards if you're starting up but we're talking a five minute wait right it's just a lot of fun and yeah, you get collectible cards to take home so even with kids or kids at heart it, yeah. it's <laughs> just fun to take those little collectible cards home with you and then it, the great thing is even if you are if you're not a local but you're a repeat visitor to disney you could take the cards home and take them back with you and pick up exactly where you left off so oh that's yeah that's good. a good point to remember to bring them back yeah yeah so worth worth keeping in mind, but uh, I'll do that, yeah. it's, it's a fun way to have fun as a family and not have to wait in a line. So yeah, um, Jamie, what do you have up next? Okay, so next is um, Festival of the Lion King. Great um, answer. I mean, like, do I even have to give? I know it's so good. <laughs> um, the costumes just. Everything. I mean, that show stops me in my tracks, like, every every time. Every time. It doesn't matter how many times I've seen it. Except now my daughter um, really, 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 really wants to get picked to be, like, one of the <laughs> – uh, And yeah. before we went on our last trip with her um, and went there, I, like, researched. And I was, like, DMing moms who were, like, Instagramming live or putting stories up. And I'm like – where did you sit to get chosen? And I tried to follow what they told me and we were so far off. And like, Aww. I even like waved down a cast member. Cause like we really couldn't wait in that line again for the, like, for another show. We would have wasted so much time, but she like her little heart was broken. So that's like yeah. my only quip with it, but I love it so much. And we did make up for it because they have so many other dance parties in animal kingdom. Um, the one like as you go into Dino Land, and then there what there's one in Dino Land. Mm-hmm. So we caught one of those, and she kind of felt like that was her moment to shine. Um, <laughs> but that's like that's what we're aiming for now. Like that's the track we're on. Is like when we go to the Lion King, we we have to get her picked because she, she's just been the last two times um, let down a little bit. Aww. So I know. See, I was but the opposite. Was so I never good. wanted to get picked for anything. Me neither. Oh, it's <laughs> not in the back. I remember that too. Um, and then one time I was picked for 
the backlot tour, the opening show when you have oh. to put on the galoshes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Justin did that on our honeymoon. And after I got picked for that, I was, like, addicted. And then ever since then, like, I always try to get picked for everything. They're like, ma'am, you can't be picked for this ride. <laughs> ma'am, this is for children. Like, yep. And the wait time is exactly what it says, ma'am. <laughs> I know. When we're at the Lion King next, I'll be the one that goes up and be like, honey, you know, there can only be one of us. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, Lion King is a good one. Um, so I had, yeah. Um, yeah, Peter Pan's flight. So I'm actually staying in Magic Kingdom a lot for this, but yeah, Peter Pan's flight is just a classic. And my kids are starting to really like the movie now, which makes me happy because I try to get them onto it and they really, it's kind of slow starting. So they really didn't get into most of it. Um, but they are now, and it's always a ride that I say you have to, at least we do have to have a fast pass for it because the kids love it. I love it. I don't want to wait 90 minutes and it's such a deceiving line because it wraps around the side, um, which I feel like was not the, you know, yesterland that we know. So, um, always get a fast pass and people give me side eye and I'm like, well, then you're not going to ride it because it's one of the best. And what's interesting about that ride is how even now as an adult, like you feel like you're high up in the skies and you're only, I think it's like um, 15 or 17 feet off the ground, but you just feel so much higher because again, Disney magic and the way they made the ride that, it's it still blows my mind today as an adult. So it's just one of those magical, nostalgic rides that I always say get a fast pass for because your kids are going to want to go on it, especially if you have boys. They love it. So definitely you worth have to you have to have them watch Hook because we just started oh, watching Hook. that. I love um, that movie. Oh my god! First it's of all, on, uh, Freeform a lot. The old Disney it Disney is. So I like, I own it. I love that movie. It's literally one of my favorite movies ever. I know every word. Um, but just a couple weeks ago, it was on free form and I recorded it and we watched it for like family movie night. And I could tell like, you know, the they kids were getting into it. it in the beginning. They were just, cause you know, he yells a lot. It's like the dad, he's yelling a lot, but like mm-hmm. when you get through that part, they were so glued to the TV. They think it's so funny. Like the imaginary food fight and just all that stuff. It's, yeah, such a I, good boy. have to watch it. Yeah. And then my daughter was like, she's been asking me all these questions about Neverland, like over the last couple of weeks because of that. And she's like, how do you get there? I'm like, you fly. She's like, the second start like, with the right. like, no, you have to take, you, you know, you have to get pixie dust. She's like, where do you get it from? I'm like, Tinkerbell. She's like, how do you find her? I'm like, <laughs> you don't find her. She finds you. Like, yeah. We've been going um, about it all week. It's just such a good ride. So yes. yeah. yeah. And Hook is one of the reasons why the Land Pavilion has one of my favorite loops, area loops. I can listen to that Ooh. all day. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, that's a good one. Half of it is half of it is Hook. I'm exaggerating, yeah. but it feels like half of it. Is hook. <laughs> um, so, all right. So here's how we're going to navigate the last four. I think. Um, okay. We have four left. Yeah, we did yeah, six. I know what so, we're on. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm. I am keeping track of your answers so that I can remember everything. But because there's so many, but um, we'll do technically one more round, then sort of your runners up, and then okay, yeah, because I have a number one final. for sure. Yeah, I had a feeling. Um, <laughs> so. Oh man, what do I jump to from here? I've already said my number one. Oh, that's okay. I I'm okay. I don't officially go in order either, but okay, good. 
Um, I'll put. The we next just had so many overlapping. <laughs> no. Um, next one for me, um, and I'll keep this relatively brief. Is the haunted mansion? Oh gosh. It's as a kid, I was convinced first of all that the entire attraction was in the mansion. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know why. Agreed. It made no sense, but it it just <laughs> I was convinced, and I was definitely. A little scared of it as a kid, not going to lie, but I always loved it. Um, It's timeless. You know, you have Mark Davis and Claude Coates coming together, doing an attraction. It's got Walt's handprints on it. Um, Not literally, but it's got his work. It's, you know, it was one of his final creations. And um, between the pre-shows, the stretching rooms, the ride itself, it's, although it's a little scary sometimes for kids... I never see anyone coming off of that ride crying. No, um, no. It's just the right amount of scary and yeah. timeless, amazing, original. Um, the effects, the special effects are still convincing for adults yeah. and for kids. Practical effects that will work. Especially when they, the ghost leaves with you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The hitchhiking ghosts, the, mm-hmm. the dining room scene, the ballroom scene. Um just an amazing attraction so yes a hundred percent i agree with you and i have never liked haunted houses like even oh, yeah. i hate them oh I my gosh Jamie, the one in bethel i can't even to this day i, I know no yeah. i've gone once and on like i would never ever ever no. go again would never bring my kids anyway <laughs> um and but i would say the last couple of years we got into a little bit where like the kids are spooked from it. Like one of them always rides with their face, like buried into our shoulder. You know, somebody's always a little spooked, but then this year we, um, watched the haunted mansion movie Which and it's very underrated. Yes. And it's very silly and funny. And I felt like that really helped because when we ended up going back for the Halloween party this year and we wrote it, they were like, laughing and totally into it the whole time. So, um, yeah, that was like a good way to kind of break up the scary part was to watch the haunted mansion with, um, who's it? Eddie Murphy. Is that who it is? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Eddie Murphy. Well, that's a great strategy to use if, uh, if your kids are scared. Um, yeah. Uh, so Jamie, what's next that you have? I'm sorry, Christy, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Jamie. Okay. So Navi river is on my list. You took one of mine. (laughs) (laughs) the kids obviously i mean not maybe not so obviously but they haven't even seen that movie um actually i didn't even see it until before i probably saw it like a year ago like in preparation for going Mm -hmm. and seeing pandora for the first time um and it's a great movie don't get me wrong but they probably won't watch it for a few more years but regardless, like my daughter just, I mean, her eyes have looked like they were going to jump out of her head, as did mine and my husband's. Just the colors. Yeah, it's beautiful. Lights like of the avatars, the, um, you know, they're not butterflies, but like the lightning bugs and just all the creatures, the plants. It's amazing. Just all the neon lighting. I love it. I love it so much. I could ride that over and over and over again. And and we were lucky enough to have fast pass and rider switch for that. So my daughter got to go on it like three times in a row between all the adults that were in our little group. That's amazing. Yeah, I love that attraction. It's it's, a, it's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah. It's beautiful. The music, everything about it. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, so Matt, you actually haunted mansion hands down is my, I actually have, they have a book. I don't know if they still make it. It's like a coffee table book about the making of haunted mansion. And yeah. So (laughs) I, I, I mean, I was weird. I was like a kid getting that book, but I love it. And I've always loved scary things. I don't like to be super scared, but I, when I was little, I was the weird kid that was like, is a ghost following me home? Like back to the Polynesian, yeah. there are ghosts in our room. Exactly. My, my four-year-old on our Instagram feed the other day, or maybe it was our story. We always listen to Disney songs in the car and he either wants the narrator from, he goes on Tower of Terror and he loves it. He wants the narrator from Tower of Terror, the video from the library. Like I have to pull up a YouTube video to play in our car or he wants um, grim, grim and ghosts on. So the other day I played it and it was the organ and I look in the back and I'm videotaping it. And my one son smiles with his BB eight keychain. And then I look over and my four-year-old sitting up in his car seat with his arms crossed his chest. Like he's a mummy in a coffin when the like organ music is playing. I'm oh, like, Dean. <laughs> I'm like, Dean, you look like you're in a crib. He's like, no, I'm the mummy guy in the haunted mansion. He was talking about the mummy that's trying to get out that mm-hmm. scene. So, but I just panned over to him and the kid is just sitting there with his eyes closed, like his arms across his chest. Um, it was so funny. Yeah. Was so funny. it was not playing. It was like, oh my gosh. Um, but Haunted Mansion, I think I always loved it. But what really got me was, you know, we talk a lot about with kids, but when you're pregnant, you really are limited to the rides that you can go on. So obviously you're not doing Tower of Terror and the Rock and Roller Coaster, uh, even Slinky Dog pregnant. So Splash Mountain, which is usually my favorite and would have been number one on my list if we did height, um, I couldn't go on it being pregnant. So I fell into like two years of just straight haunted mansion. And that's like, that's really what reignited like my love for it. And then they opened Memento Mori during that time and everything. And then I love Neil Patrick Harris. And if you follow him on Instagram, he's obsessed with it. Mm -hmm. And it's just, I don't know if you guys saw the holiday card him and his uh, partner had, but like, for Christmas, their Christmas card was them as ha- haunted mansion people in a graveyard. I loved it. Oh my so, god, I didn't see yeah. that. So um, I just love it in general. So being, you know, when you're pregnant and your rides are limited, Haunted Mansion was just one of the rides I kind of refell back in love with. And then again, of course, it has Walt all over it. And if you know the history, I mean, it wasn't even going to be a, it was going to be a walkthrough ride when the concept first came around and it was actually going to be, you know, Museum of the Weird is what it was. they were going to call it, not the Haunted Mansion. That's so, right. Yeah. So if you just think back to these days, and actually Pirates was going to be a walkthrough ride too. Um, but yeah, so going back, I mean, trying to figure, think of a ma- Haunted Mansion being called Museum of the Weird and walking through it. It just, it's crazy how it evolved. Yeah, it's an amazing attraction with its history. Um, it's just why they and so far ride. ahead of its time when they made it. I mean, the shrinking, the stretching room, the way they did that in the beginning to achieve that effect is mind blowing. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, <laughs> again, like I and I've said this before, I will be doing a whole episode on the haunted mansion or a series or something because there's so much to that attraction. Um, and I love how Disney World for Halloween doesn't really switch it up. I know Disneyland does Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. And although we're big fans of that movie and we, we've we waited in line to meet Jack and Sally, but I love how Disney World keeps it the classic and they 
make it, I don't know her name, but if you're at, during Halloween, they have a woman who sits out on a bench. Have you seen her? Like the front oh, What's her name? Betty or something? Oh my gosh. She is amazing. Yeah. I can't I remember can't. her name either. But you know who I'm talking about. about. And she just kind of talks to you in the line. And then even an accent. Yes. (laughs) And then the cast members. I mean, I always said if I could be a cast member and pick, everyone's like, oh, you'd work in the confectionery. I'm like, no, I would work at Haunted Mansion. (laughs) Hands down. Like, they just get into it. And it's awesome. Yeah. I know. Never smile. I know. (laughs) They're totally committed to their role. I love it. (laughs) And at Halloween, they really, and that's my favorite part of the the parade, Boo to You, is the Haunted Mansion ballroom dancers coming to life. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, Well, obviously, a great way to, you know, a great attraction to do um, for anybody in the family. Um, Like I said, we have a, a few left. So, Let's do sort of rapid style your two runners up. Um, I'll start with my runners up um, and then go from there. Uh, but for me, uh, the next two I have on my list are or sort of my runners up here. And I had to prioritize a little bit. But I'll go with um, Mickey's Feel Her Magic. Mm. Great for mm. the whole family. Good one. Good one. And Living with the Land because I love that attraction. I love it's that such one. Such a good ride, yeah. So underrated. I'm, it's I'm such like a dietitian nerd, and like <laughs> when we wrote it with my daughter, I'm like, "Mommy loves this ride because it's like my work," and I'm I'm a dietitian. Like I I meant like because I, mommy talks about like fruits and vegetables and nutrition, and so now she thinks I'm like in agriculture, <laughs> <laughs> farming, and so I've really confused her, but. Anyway, yes, that's a good choice. It's a good ride. <laughs> that's hilarious. Oh, yeah. I, another one I'll probably have to do a whole episode about because there is actually yeah. a lot to that one, too, and many people overlook it. Um, but, Jamie, what are sort of your two runners-up? Okay. So I don't know if I can really commit to saying that they were runners-up because Fair enough. choosing to the next two on your okay. list. Okay. So, um, so the last two, I would say, are Kilimanjaro Safari mm-hmm. because – I mean, who doesn't love animals? And like, sometimes you get a really, really good safari. Like, it's true. And you know it's gotten much. Me as your guy. No, I'm just kidding. Exactly. Yeah, it's and gotten I, much better since Animal Kingdom first opened, too. By the way, like light yeah. years. Yeah, I mean, what? It's been 20 years now. Yeah, so it's they have their rhythm, and they know like <laughs> when the animals are going to be out. Yeah. I don't know. The guides are just so great about it. Like even the animals, if you're on it during a time when animals aren't really, I don't know, get putting on a show it's just still so fun to be on it and learn about the animals that you're seeing and learn about Disney conservation and all that kind of stuff. So that's definitely on it. Um, and then you always feel like it's, it's going to break down and a giraffe or a hippo is yeah. going to you. But yeah, so I love it. And then um, the seas with Nemo and friends, because mm-hmm. like, how could you not? I love that. Um, the movies are just amazing, but I don't know. And then coming out and doing Turtle Talk with Crush, um, which my daughter did get picked for last time. That I also researched. Like, how do you get picked for Turtle turtle Talk with Crush? Um, But, yes, Nemo was awesome. So um, those are probably my last two. Amazing. Uh, Those are good ones. So I have – I'll go really quick with 
the Tomorrowland Transit Authority, or I call it the Wedway People Mover. Yeah, I mean, again, going back from a kid, going right into the park, into Tomorrowland, um, that was our, you know, our icebreaker. Uh, Parents can put their feet up. My kids think they're on Space Mountain because of the way it goes through Space Mountain. Uh, Side note, I love when the lights are on in Space Mountain and you're riding the People Mover through. That's even more awesome. Um, And then you also get to see Walt's, you know, Progress City, the model of it. So to me, which I've read all about that and how that's not even like the full blown original, but that's a whole other topic. Um, So yeah, you get to see that. And then of course, it's so underrated, but I love Tom Sawyer Island. So ever since I... Ever since I was a kid, I loved it. And again, with little kids, it's like the only... If you think about it, you're in a theme park, the most magical place and then you're on an island in the theme park and only Disney can take you there to like, you take a ferry boat, you go on Tom Sawyer. When Aunt Polly's is open, that is by far, usually I love Columbia Harbor house, but Aunt Polly's quick service when that's open is my favorite. Um, and then again, there's no lines and with little ones, I found that they can just run around and play. And it, when I was younger, it was a way my parents kind of introduced the book to us, um, you know, Tom Sawyer. So using that, I got interested in the book and then it only made me love Tom Sawyer Island even more. But there's just so many little parts of on that island that you can do and kids can run around and explore and their imaginations run wild while you're eating at Aunt Polly's. So Tom Sawyer Island is like a must-do with children. That's a fantastic oh, I answer. miss Aunt Polly's. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's so good. And just the, like I said, the freedom for your children to wander around. I mean, of course, you're supervising, but it's just it's not like anywhere else in the park. Yeah. I haven't actually been on Tom Sawyer Island in years. I need to go back. Um, yeah, it's I good. I going around there, though. And it hasn't been that long. Like, I've been there as an adult, but it's it's been a little too long at this point. And it's still, I remember as a kid, it seemed big. But going as an adult a few months ago, it still seemed pretty it's big to yeah. me. It, <laughs> it is. Yeah. It's still big. Yeah. So it's just, it's a really cool break from the theme park. Because, you know, when you're in Disney World, you don't feel like you're in America, you feel like you're somewhere else, and then going into on Tom Sawyer Island, you really don't even feel like you're in Disney World, you're in the book itself, really. Yeah, absolutely. That's going to be my next library book, (laughs) (laughs) it'll be a long one, but (laughs) um, so now we're down to the last answer, might not be your number one, but um, Jamie, what's the last one on your list? Okay, yes, definitely not my number one because I could never commit to that. But um, <laughs> alien spinning saucers, just because I think because I can't tolerate teacup, that's like very similar, but it's way easier on anybody that gets motion sickness because you're not spinning like the teacups. You're spinning, right. but it's like a controlled. But when I just think like family, fun, theme park, summer, that ride comes to mind. Like, it's just so much fun. You cannot help but have, like, the biggest smile on your face and, it's like, true. be laughing through the whole thing. Like, I, I don't know. I just love it. It's I, also I, a good intro to Toy Story Land because you yeah. might not necessarily get on the other two rides where right. that... I've seen... I think at most I've seen the wait when I've been there is 40 minutes. So it hasn't yeah. been that bad. Compared I was going to gonna say, like, it's usually 35 minutes is, like, the worst. Um, right you know, worst one. And it, it does kind of stink because it takes a while to get into the shaded area. Um, like, especially like midday, like late morning, midday. 
but I, I don't know. I feel like it's worth it. Um, it's just such, it's like such amusement park fun. You know what I mean? And sometimes you forget like Disney world is an amusement park Yeah, I know. Um, and that just makes you feel like I, it, I feel like a kid when I'm on it. I just feel like I'm swinging really, really high in a swing set or something. It's awesome. Yeah. That's an amazing answer. Very creative answer too. Um, Christy, what's the last one on your list? I'm going to say Pirates of the Caribbean. I couldn't make my top 10 and not have, I mean, that's just a classic ride. I'm a fan of Johnny Depp, but honestly, I love the original version. And again, it's a bold statement, but I love the redhead and, you know, I love the old version of Pirates of the Caribbean. Amazing. Um, you two have collectively taken, in addition to mine, my top 10, which is, <laughs> it was not, but I didn't have to have that many backups, which is excellent. Um, so okay. actually the last one I was going to say, Jamie, was Kilimanjaro Safaris because oh. having worked there, I was able to see people of all different um, ages and interests riding that. And even if you're, it's one of the attractions that if you are pregnant, you can ride. And actually we were yeah, yeah. to put, um, you know, if anyone mentioned they were pregnant and they had concerns, um, or even if they didn't have concerns, just mentioned it to us, we'd always put them in row two because they had the least amount of bumps. Oh, um, I didn't know. Very yeah, good to know. Front, towards the front, you get less bumps than if you're in row nine. Like back yeah. row nine, you're going to get jostled quite a bit. Um, so we would yeah. always put um, you know, anyone with uh, someone who's pregnant towards the, the front of the truck. But to give a different answer, I am really debating with this one but we'll probably go with a classic, which is the Castle of Progress. Yes. Um, <laughs> you know, another one that Walt had a direct hand in, and it's an excellent attraction. I think it is one that might put, uh, give kids a nap unless they're really interested in it. Um, it's dark. It's, it's an attraction where if I'm feeling I need a break. Um, yes. It's a good one. Recite the whole thing by heart, but uh, you mm-hmm, know, I'll just yeah. close my eyes and I can picture exactly what's going on as I'm just sort of taking a little power nap. Um, or if just for, I, I also just love enjoying the attraction. Period. Um, but yeah, it's such a such a classic. Um, I'm glad it it's still around, and uh, I hope that they keep it around for years to come. Um, yeah, but just with its history, and uh, even if they update it, I'm fine with them updating it. But yeah, uh, as long I agree. as you keep it, I think it's it's deserving to to stay at Magic Kingdom. So. It's probably the only ride that I could get stuck on and really have not one ounce of being annoyed by it because I'm like, this was a World's Fair attraction. Exactly. I know it goes so far back. It. Yeah, exactly. And then when they redid it and they did the video of Walt with the Sherman Brothers mm-hmm. and they put that outside, I could just stand outside in line and watch that. And watch that. Yeah. I love that too. Yeah, the pre-show video is amazing. That makes it for me, actually, that yeah. video. So... um Amazing answers. I love our discussion. I thought I was really happy to hear we had different answers too, because uh, it's amazing how many attractions there are without a height requirement, especially when you think about it in creative ways. So love the diversity of the answers we have today. I would be remiss without giving you the chance. If I didn't give you the chance to talk a little bit more about where people can follow you. So Anyone who's interested in following the Hakuna Moscato Moms, where can they follow you on social media, website, anything else you have going on? Okay, so you can follow us. We have our website. It's www.hakunamoscatomoms.com. 
And when you go on our website, you can access our blog, our social media, um, our Facebook and Instagram. We're at Hakuna Moscato Moms. And Twitter, we're at Hakuna Moms. So it's very simple. Again, it's www.hakunamoscatomoms.com. Um, and just follow along. You know, at the heart of Hakuna Moscato Moms, we're just two small town girls who love Disney World and could talk about it all day, all night. Um, and now we're just kind of living our full circle more moments with bringing our own children and seeing Disney through their eyes and creating our memories as a family with them. Um, and a lot of what we do too is, you know, I joke that we're not practically perfect, that we do show a lot of the real Disney mom side and what it's like to have children. So yeah, follow along for all your Disney problem-free philosophies. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. I will, of course, put the links in the show notes as well, so anyone listening can click on those there, too. And um, I, I expect if you ever make a Hakuna Husbands shirt... Oh, 100%. I need one. So okay, I know. know. We'll be first in our list. We <laughs> promise. Yeah, probably before our husbands. And then we'll be like, look, Matt's wearing one, so you guys should wear one. I'll probably wear it around the parks. Um, yeah. It's my philosophy as well. So... Thank you both so much for coming out to the podcast. It's an amazing discussion, and uh, I'm sure we'll be chatting much more and uh, expecting great things from the Hakuna Moscato moms. Thank you so much. Yes, we always love listening to you, so it's great to finally be on and have a direct conversation. (laughs) Two kinds. (laughs) Um, No, this was a lot of fun. I it, it was great to have you both here. And with that, we close out episode 47 of the Imagineer podcast. I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode and perhaps you're realizing at this point that there are so many attractions at Walt Disney World where you don't need to be a particular height in order to experience that attraction, which again is especially useful if you do have little ones. There is so much at Walt Disney World for the entire family to enjoy. And I want to thank again both Jamie and Christy of Hakuna Moscato Moms for taking the opportunity to record this episode with me and discuss some of their favorite attractions to experience with their kids and as an adult as well. In my case, of course, there are attractions that I enjoy that don't have a height restriction, and I was happy to uh, share my thoughts on that subject, of course, too. But I want to hear from you. What are your favorite Walt Disney World attractions without a height restriction? Did any of the attractions that we mentioned resonate with you most? Or are there other attractions that you're like, you know what, Matt, Jamie, Christy, you missed this one. It was my favorite ride growing up, or it's my favorite attraction to experience with my kids. You can let me know in so many different ways. You can either send me an email at imagineerpodcast at gmail.com, or you can call our listener voicemail to hear your thoughts and opinions on a future episode of the Imagineer Podcast. The number to call is 516 406 
376. And I'll, of course, leave that number in the show notes below for you to just click and call that way. You can also send me a direct or public message on any of our social media channels, which include Instagram. I'm at Imagineer Podcast. You can also find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash Imagineer Podcast or comment in our Facebook group, which is the Imagineer Podcast Disney fan community. You can get there by going to facebook.com slash groups slash Imagineer Podcast or go to our Imagineer Podcast Facebook page and click on the Community tab, which will take you over to that group. And of course, you can find me on Twitter as well. I'm there at Imagineer Audio. Send me a tweet or leave me a direct message and let me know your thoughts on the best Walt Disney World attractions without a height requirement. You can also, of course, subscribe to the show so that you are the first to know when new episodes become available. So go ahead and hit that subscribe button in whatever podcast channel you prefer to utilize, whether that is iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, Google Play, Stitcher. Again, no matter where you prefer to listen to podcasts, we are probably there for you to enjoy and just go ahead and hit that subscribe button and take another step to help our podcast out i would greatly appreciate if you would leave us a rating and a review in the itunes store as i always mention it does so much to help to expand our reach within itunes and lets others know that it is a reputable podcast to listen to so appreciate you leaving a rating and a review in the itunes store but more importantly the best way to help the imagineer podcast is to share it out Whether you share out your favorite episode, share out the podcast as a whole, share your favorite social media post, no matter what you share, if you share it to your Instagram stories, Facebook stories, Instagram or Facebook post, Twitter, text message, whatever you do to share out the podcast, it does so much. And I'm so thankful for all of you helping to spread the word about the Imagineer podcast. And lastly, if you want to take it a step further and get some extra exclusive rewards and content in return, including early access to podcast episodes, some bonus podcast content, and other special perks, I encourage you to head to patreon.com slash podcast to learn how you can help to support the show financially and get some extra special rewards and perks in return. And I do want to give a very special thank you to one of our newest sorcerer VIPs, Travis Bikey, who I read a review of in a previous week's episode. And Travis, thank you so much for joining our VIP group. I am so excited to have you as part of our VIP family, and I'm looking forward to uh, interacting with you in that community. As always, there is always an opportunity for you to go after your dreams to create happiness for yourself. I hope you're doing everything you can to go after your dreams, go after your goals, to create a better, happier life for yourself. Remember, as always, that quote from Horizons. If you can dream it, you can do it. Thank you, as always, for listening, and we'll see you again in a future episode of the Imagineer Podcast.
Buenos dias, senorita. My siestas are getting shorter and shorter. Oh, look at all the people. And welcome to Walt Disney's Enchanted Tiki Room. Hey, Michael, mi amigo, pay attention, it's show time. So it is. And what darling people I have sitting under me. Pierre, you rascal, you. Let's put on the show. Mon ami, I am always ready, as you say, to put on the show. <whistles> oh, pardon, madame. That whistle was for my good friend, Fritz. Ach, to lieber, I almost fell out of my upper patch. Glad to see you all aboard. Uh, sure, or <laughs> wherever you are. My goodness, you're all staring at us. We better start the show rolling. Wait, wait. We forgot to wake up the Glee Club.